0: One is a famous
1: former Cyclone running back. The other is really tall. Together, Jeff Woody
2: and Jared Dansbury come together to create fart. That's the Football and Random Things Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It is episode 38 of Football. And random things presented by, wait, we don't have a presenting sponsor. Well, it's the studio itself is- uh, Presented by Carl Chevrolet. Which,
0: the new and improved, this is the, uh, I'm just here for the ride, but you said that this is the first video podcast, or first podcast that's being streamed to video that Cyclone Fanatic has done. That is correct. So we are,
1: uh, we're really in uncharted waters right now. There's a camera right there. Hey, everyone in Facebook world. Hello, hello to everyone who might be listening to us right now on Facebook Live. You guys you guess now get to see how fidgety I actually am during... Do you have your shoes on still?
0: I still have my shoes on. Well, it's because I can't kick my feet up on anything.
1: You also can't... I guess we can't see it in the frame, but... I'm wearing bright orange chucks. You are wearing bright orange... Wow, those are those are quite bright remarkable orange, bright orange tennis chucks. shoes. But yeah, we're... Uh, we're here in the Carl Chevrolet Studios. Yeah,
0: I actually just came from Carl's because uh, I had to get a car wash, which was free via my uh, uh, last service appointment that I had. I'll give you the, like the pink ticket, you know, the one that's the super deluxe right super car right, wash, right, right. And uh, I had to go wash my car or my truck because, as I was going through Panera last week, this is no fault of anybody's. The the kid who looked like he's probably like 17 was handing me my uh, Java Mocha Frappuccino. My very white girl coffee. Right. Because it was like 11. I was like, you know, that's a treat. I'm going to give myself a little treat here. So as he's handing it to me, he didn't secure the lid well enough. The lid. And during the transition between him handing it out of the window and me receiving it into the window, the whole thing just goes... And so it just spills into like the crevice between where my window slides up and down uh-huh. and so i was like great and so because obviously my window has to be down to let it open so i like roll my window up the entire window from like back of the window to the front of the window just has streaks of coffee on the front side and the back side and the little explosion of coffee went all the way down the side so i uh yeah that was that was my yesterday panera so i had to go use my little pink ticket to carl's to get all of the coffee off of the side of my truck
1: and even with that coffee on the side of your truck, I bet your Chevy Colorado still looked awesome. It looks... It's sharp. You know what you could do right now at Carl Chevrolet? What could I do right now? Because of the back-to-school event going on right now at Carl Chevrolet and Carl Chevrolet of Stewart, you could get a brand new Chevy Colorado for over $5,000 off when using GM... Or for current GM owners. Sorry, I got mixed up on my promos there. But for current GM owners, over $5,000 off the new Chevy Colorado. That'd have been nice uh, for me when I was financing my... Current Colorado, but I'm not gonna read I'm not saying you need to. I'm saying if like anybody if else wants to yeah, yeah, it, if, dude, if, would, if anybody would, else wants to look like Jeff Woody rolling down the streets of Ankeny, rolling dirty in the streets of Ankeny. I
0: don't know. Do you really roll dirty in Ankeny?
1: Like so the, we made, the dirty A. We're.
0: <laughs> that's a totally different meaning. The dirty A. You
1: just need a white better, Jared. <laughs> That fits in perfectly with football and random things. <laughs> Ugh, that's a fart right there. That man. was a... a man. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. doing that. Uh, I, I want to remind... You set this up. I also want to remind... You set this up. I want to remind everyone as well. Uh, Saturday, August 24th, the annual Cyclone Fanatic kickoff party. I'll be able to make it. You um, will. Jeff Woody will be uh, in attendance. Breaking but I will, news. We need the breaking news sounder. Jeff Woody will be in attendance at the Cyclone need, Fanatic kickoff party on Saturday, August 24th. It. I will need to
0: leave at like 4, 4.30. Wedding is at 5.30. So I will be there, but from two to about four.
1: So if you want to see the great Jeff Woody, Cyclone legend running back Jeff Woody, you need to be there between two and four on Saturday, August 24th at Barntown Brewing in Waukee. I feel like you're overselling that. I found out what the Cyclone Fanatic beer will be. Ooh! I was, I was informed of it last night when I went to meet Elise Williams, the little baby. Uh, I she feel cute? like she, she is very cute. She's very little. It's a she, baby. She she's poops like, a lot for being she's so little. Like, like what? Two weeks old. I feel like Elise. I saw that Chris Williams right now is watching uh, on Facebook Live. Hey, Chris. I'm sure he's watching with Elise at home right now. And she might currently be pooping. And she might be farting right now. It would well, not surprise she, me. She, at well, all. Chris is currently farting. Like anybody that's watching
0: right now is currently farting. That's a good point. But she. That's a good point. She might be more literally than figuratively farting. Less acronym, more literal.
1: Baby poop. Exactly. But, back to what I was saying. Cyclone Night kickoff party, Saturday, August 24th at Barntown Brewing. Have you decided what you're going to give off as a raffle yet? Um, if... What you're going to contribute to the raffle. Tell Chris right now. He's watching. So, this is i uh, I'm going to make this work as
0: best I can. Again, we've got to figure out what week that's going to be. But one of the I road know, games... I just pressured you into, like,
1: you did something. And really, I don't know that we even needed anything. It's just, like, I pressured you into it. But... For a road game uh, I the the auctioning off would be at
0: a one of the um, sponsoring whether it 's a, a a location or even if it's just at like some a studio i don 't know the specific location itself okay. but to watch a cyclone road game with Jared and I at a cyclone road game or if it's just me because logistically you can 't make it I think Chris gave a thumbs up so so watching a cyclone road game with me at some location, somewhere.
1: Some location, somewhere. An undisclosed location deep in the desert. And food is on me or Cyclone Fanatic. I love how you added the, the little disclaimer hey in there.
0: So watching a Cyclone game Je- Great job, with Jeff.
1: I'm, I'm proud of you Thanks. for this. This is... If only we could get... We'll have to Skype in Jay Jordan as well. Yeah, we'll see if we... Oh, man. I don't know if anybody really... I don't know if people would want that. Like, that's, that's a
0: lot. That's a lot if you want if you're sitting next to Jay and I during an actual game you would be inundated with stuff that you really I don't know if you'd want to get so far into the weeds Like we'd we'll be talking about like hand position of the three technique versus the guard on like a third and 17 play and we're gonna get super pumped up about something that no one has any idea about and it's gonna kind of be like uh, like watching a symphony sitting next to a musician where they're like enjoying it you're looking over like what
1: what are you guys doing this is stupid
0: I don't know if that, that... Jay and I together might be a lot.
1: I feel like if anyone wanted to pay to hang out with you and Jay, they, that would be exactly what they wanted. Okay, well, like we'll see would, if Jay can do that's it. That's what they would... Like, that's literally why they would be spending the money to do But anyway... That would be to experience that. That's a package. So there you go. We have just inserted Jeff into the into the into the saturday's program we
0: got to figure out specifically what road game availability but it is a road game this figure year it out yeah we'll figure Again, it out we'll figure it out by the time saturday rolls around that's
1: just a cyclone Fan kickoff party saturday august 24th at barn town brewing in uh in waukee you can also get george and yang memorabilia uh, there'll be tickets to the iowa state tcu game second week of october i think is the the date on that one uh and, and a whole lot more so hope to see everybody out there and it's gonna be uh gonna be a lot of fun and i'll be there and Jeff Woody will be there. Uh, One other thing, as of today, you can subscribe to the Cyclone Fanatic podcast on Stitcher and Spotify. That's big. Especially big for all of our Android users like myself. Well, you are just now a new recent, you're a
0: recent Android user.
1: Yeah, and I don't use either one of those, but if I did, because I use Android, it's easier to use other apps like that. I would use one of them as I could potentially use well, Spotify
0: is nice because I can I have a smart switch TV. right from
1: your music to the right and yeah. I have
0: a smart TV so I can play it I can stream it on my TV so while I'm you know I can listen to you and Fitz yeah. when I'm like just doing the dishes or something like that and just throw it through the speakers in the TV
1: or on Amazon Alexa neat if you have a an Amazon Alexa you could say hey Alexa play the Cyclone Fanatic podcast network
0: I wonder if you just turned on any turned on any Alexas across the room
1: I hope that I did that would be that would be cool One uh, last thing that I'm gonna say for right now, if you like the shirts that Jeff and I are wearing right here, you know, you see their uh, Cyclone Fanatic apparel, especially that one, I like that shirt. It's one of our new ones. You can get those at teamcloset.com slash Cyclone Fanatic. All kinds of cool stuff. Why are you looking at me like that? Is that can- a Cyclone Fanatic hat? This is not a Cyclone Fanatic hat. Oh, I was going to say you could also show off your hat and be a model for us. If I could, but I didn't. Okay,
0: what are we doing today, Jeff? Uh, we're doing a game-by-game prediction slash mini-teeny breakdown way too far ahead of time. What, but-
1: the season starts next week. We'll talk about Northern Iowa next week, and then we're gonna do our, we're doing our game-by-game predictions today. We're right, getting
0: on like, the record. But, like, well, yeah, we're getting on the record now, but, like, things are going to change by the time we get down the road. So, like, this is the way-too-early first gut reaction. No, there will be no injuries.
1: Everyone has... Immensely uh, team, all,
0: all Big Twelve teams are mm-hmm. going to be
1: healthy all the way through. Well, no, no, none of them will be healthy. Iowa State will have not a single injury the entire season. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're doing today. Yeah, game by game, game by game. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with our game by game predictions from this season in Iowa State football, 2019, on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Right now at Flooring America. Save store wide on beautiful long-lasting floors like high performance resista carpet and waterproof luxury vinyl. Plus, buy with thirty months interest-free financing now at Flooring America. Welcome back to the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's football and random things. And it's almost time
0: that we can start putting more emphasis on the f and less on the Ert. The art. Not the Ert. Well I, the, I mean the and is more of a connector. Oh. I don't I don't place much emphasis on the A. Mo- many times i mean it's not an and th- it's not an and random things that we're talking about random things it's just random things it's a connecting word
1: okay so it's a iowa state we're going to do previews for iowa state football predictions game by game predictions for the 2019 iowa state football season uh starting with week one next saturday one week from Saturday. Mm. One week oh following the Cyclone Ugh. Fanatic kickoff party. This is so August much fun. August 31st at Jack Trice Stadium, 11 a.m. kick against the Northern Iowa Panthers.
0: This is so much fun that we're actually like, you're, it, you can see it now. Like, the light of the tunnel is no longer a light. You're going to be like, oh, look, a tree. Like, you can see through the tunnel now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what's going to be ex- the most exciting about this is that there are actually um, – it's it feels sort of like you're going into a basketball season right doesn't it where there's a there's at least some expectation that they're gonna go out and perform well rather than going out and hoping that they're gonna perform well you know what I mean where there's 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 a different feel going into the season and so I think what's gonna be interesting is starting out with Northern Iowa who's always a quality opponent but a team that you should beat you get to see um what they're going to be what the content of the team is going to be like and i would say i would caution people against um you know let's say northern iowa comes out and plays their asses off and iowa state wins 24 to 16 something like that where it's Mm -hmm. closer than you feel like it should be let's not freak out and if they come out and win seventy two to three. Let's not be like, oh my God, these guys are the the greatest of all time. There are very specific things that they're gonna need to do and there are very specific things that are gonna need to come along because the next week after that you have one of your stiffer tests of the season um, n- not necessarily the fact that Iowa is the be- one of the best teams you are going to play. It's just uh, the way that Iowa plays matches up well against the way that Iowa State plays right. and vice versa. So it, it's a very – it's a matchup that is going to be a lot more telling um, or a lot more revealing than a lot. So if we're sp- speaking specifically about Northern Iowa, I would think that the – The front of Iowa State, specifically on defense, is going to be incredibly difficult for Northern Iowa to move the ball against. So regardless of whatever happens, I I feel like the offensive score prediction is going to be a lot less certain than the defensive score prediction, where I feel like other than maybe a few garbage, uh, garbage time, maybe a touchdown or a couple field goals in the fourth quarter, hopefully by the time the lead has widened, I would say if Northern Iowa gets into the Iowa state red zone more than three times with their starters, I would be shocked. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say something in the neighborhood of like 13 tops for you and I, and that's not specifically saying that's not saying that they're a bad team at all, but the difference between usually your I'm going to call them FBS and FC or one, one A 1A and one double A just because it's less confusing the, right. between your one A 1A and one double A schools. It's not so much in your skill position guys. Like your skill position guys usually are, um, uh, More or less the same. Like you, if you can develop a corner, or you can develop a safety, or you can find David Johnson. I mean, obviously David Johnson's a a incredible pro, but you can find good skill guys because guys that are 200 pounds that are kind of fast and athletic, they come. I don't mean to say this loosely, but they come more a dime a dozen. You can find them everywhere. It's just developing them when you get there. It's really hard to find a six foot four, 315 pound guy that can move well and also think. So, like linemen, the amount of linemen that a team has, usually that's the differentiator between your 1A and 1AA schools. And that's also the differentiator between, you look at Clemson and Alabama, which are objectively better than everybody else in college football. Maybe you put Georgia up there, right. but those two schools are better than everybody else because look at who they've who has been drafted off of those teams in the first few rounds d lineman d lineman d lineman d lineman d lineman offensive lineman offensive lineman offensive lineman it's those big guys that make the difference between the really like between the tiers of schools um and so iowa state their strength now on defense we've talked about it is their defensive line and again 3 of maybe your 5 best players on the team are playing next to each other on the line and their backups are also really good. So the depth that Iowa State has on defense or on defensive line specifically in the front 7 is going to make it difficult for Northern Iowa really to get a lot of traction. Right. But it's also the biggest opportunity for I think the thing that I'm more excited to see is what the Iowa State offense looks like against someone who doesn't know what they're seeing.
1: I'm excited to see – I mean, it's just crazy to think how things have flipped in the last couple seasons when you think really even to that first year that Campbell was here, where Iowa State and Northern Iowa's lines were not that different. At the time. At the time, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, it, was, it was not that crazy to look at – Like they were not very different talent-wise. Mm-hmm. Just the way they looked, they mm-hmm. were very, very similar. I mean, I think you could even go back to your senior season yeah. when you guys lost them and say like, I mean, Iowa State started true freshman Robbie Garcia on the redshirt freshman. Or that would have been the year after I left. Was it? Yeah. No, they, I thought that was the year you guys lost. You and I? Wasn't it? In the season opener? That was my first game at Iowa State that I went to, 2013. I tried to block that season out. That was that was your senior season, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I tried to block that season out. That was when David Johnson... Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: Was doing David Johnson Anderson was there. Yeah, yeah. As you take a big old sip of coffee. I'm sorry to bring up those bad memories for that you. It was not a fun season. But I'm just saying, that's. it's crazy to think how much it's flipped. Where I mean, now you're going to look at, I think you'll look at Iowa State's offensive line compared to Northern Iowa's defensive line, and there will be a decided difference where you look at one, like if it's a, you take the jerseys off, mm-hmm. they have gray, black and white jerseys on, no mm-hmm. markings of any kind. You say, that team is the FBS team that team is the fcs team yeah and you can it's just much more clear of a difference between the fcs and fps level yeah. our state's got that talent level. and now. i think
0: it's even more pronounced again on the defensive side right i think the offensive side there still are some smaller guys like uh,
1: you know olson and newell aren't the biggest humans on earth um uh, but but it's crazy to think now like for them to have a small offensive lineman he's like 6-3 and weighs 300 pounds yeah you know yeah so what uh yeah newell's 6364 something like 295 that. Yeah. 290
0: yeah and he's the he's the little guy of the bunch so yeah it, it the the lines are a pronounced difference um and, and the other thing again this will also be the first time and i don't know when they i would think just because of the personnel that they have during the season i don't think that they're going to scrimmage live with the quarterback ever um during fall camp and i don't think I they wouldn't think so. probably ever scrimmage live in f- spring ball with a live quarterback so this is the first time that brock could actually receive a hit um and again that's the instances where he has not necessarily struggled but his instances where he needs his biggest amount of improvement are in the pocket when there is when it not necessarily when the pocket starts to crumble when it's not perfect and because there is the threat of him being hit does that is he able to stay settled because again we talked about it when i you know went to practice i'm going to try and get to another one this week i'm not sure what day but when when he's comfortable and there's no threat of him being hit in practice he's wearing you know the black jersey and everyone says D- stay off the damn quarterback like again on that hard knocks i don't know if you watched it last week where they had like a segment on don't touch the quarterback right. when when you know you're not going to get touched you can be a lot more comfortable but now the bullets are flying and you can actually there's a chance that you could get hit in the middle of your spine with a helmet like if that is a thing can he still stay calm and confident because if he can there. I'm actually really confident with who he'd be throwing to, especially with, you know, Tariq, Deshante, the tight ends group, and then whoever ends up, whether it's Wilson or Petway that comes out at Z, and the rest of the, you know, all 14 running backs, I'm pretty confident with who he's throwing to. It's, is he going to be able to stay settled and confident, which partly lies in the offensive line, partly lies in the quarterback of knowing that I'm going to be okay if I step up in the pocket or if I move slightly to the right to just avoid this rush. Um, so that's a thing. I, I think biggest thing is does the offense, um, does the offense look, and I don't, so like a, a, an example is like the, not to say the Mike Leach Texas Tech offense, but. I'm trying to think of a, a, an offense like Oklahoma when they start going really fast. That kind of, It's almost frenetic. where right. they're, or Oklahoma State is usually a, a team like this where they get going and they get a 7-8 you know, yard play and all of a sudden it's full throttle down. You're like, oh shoot, we're moving now. And it feels, again, frenetic. This offense should never feel like that. And I, they might go fast. I'm, I'm sure that's in the playbook. They might go fast. But this offense is not built to be like, all right, let's go fast, 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 fast. It's going to be... Are we smooth, calm, collected? We're not it's not gonna be, you know, Kansas State where they're wearing it down to like three seconds in the play clock, but it's also not gonna be one where they're gonna snap it with twenty two
1: on the clock. I like the way that just the past couple of years, you see where sometimes they go fast and sometimes they will mm-hmm. go slow. And you do want to modulate mix it pace. Up. Yeah, yeah, they you, mix it up a little bit. You want to
0: modulate pace. And I think, again, this offense should never feel frenetic. Right. Because if it feels frenetic, then it's going to feel out of control. Yeah. And especially with a quarterback who, let's again, let's be honest, he's still, too, he's still young. I don't think he's 21 yet. So, like, congratulations. He can't legally go buy a beer on Welch to celebrate a win. So he's still a really young quarterback. So with a young quarterback, can you keep him confident, composed, like think about it yourself if you're golfing like if you're golfing and all of a sudden you go around the next turn and there's like a freaking lion that's on the course are startling. you are you are you going to, and then that lion runs away are you going to be okay shooting your next shot? Or are you going to be really tight and uncomfortable potentially playing? Now, granted, if you see a line on the course and you continue to play, you're really dedicated. But that same, can you keep your heart rate down? Because that will make you play better. So, again, while he's got the bullets flying, while the offense is going to have to be facilitated through him, can he stay calm, confident, easy, smooth? That's kind of my biggest question for the offense is does it feel helter-skelter? Does it feel out of control? Or does it feel like... This is what we're doing. We're moving down the field.
1: All right, I'm going to take Iowa State, 38, Northern Iowa, 10.
0: I'm going to say something like, uh, yeah, like
1: 37 to 13. Okay. Are Two Connor Asali, or three Connor Asali uh, field goals in there? Is that how you get to 37? How do you get to 37? They, does, or does he miss it'd an be, extra point and then get a field it, goal? It
0: would be, be three field goals and four touchdowns.
1: Okay. I like it. Well on his way to the Groza Award. Three for three to start the season. Ass Alley. There we go. I'm gonna write about Connor Asali this week. His name is Asali. Asali. My last name means boner. I can make fun of last names. Fair enough. All right. Welcome back to, or not welcome, welcome back, back to. to. I don't know what I'm welcoming you back welcome to. Welcome back, I, guys. That really like had me frazzled. <laughs> the use of ass uh, and boner within a 30 second span. Really? All right. That's so what's
0: mo- of all the things both that of I've us said over the past month or both even of us years,
1: have Iowa State starting off 1-0 with a win over Northern Iowa, a decided win over Northern Iowa. Dominant win. Yeah. Comfortable. I assume they'll win the bye week. Everyone always wins a bye week. Always wins the bye week. That brings us into a September 14th clash at Jack Trice Stadium between Iowa State and Iowa. This one's gonna be fun. This one is gonna be this fun. This one's gonna be fun.
0: So we're mentioning yeah. before, um the way Iowa plays matches up well against the way Iowa State plays and the way that iowa state plays matches up well against the way that iowa plays it's a very i mean it's one of those like yin yang things where what one's good at the other's bad at and what's one's bad at the other's good at um the big the big equation here not the big equation the big question mark potentially the best player in the big 10 is is wearing 94 for the black and gold he is a damn good football player. AJ Panessa is a damn good football player. It's, he's one of those guys that you have to account for all the time. If he's on the field, if he's at right side, left side, if it's third down, if it's first down, no matter what happens, you have to know where he is. He's like a college football equivalent of like Cleo Mack. Oh, for sure. It's, he will destroy whatever game plan you have. If you get to a situation where you're third and 13, good luck. Right. I mean, you have to stay Again, you have to know where he is all the time Iowa State has two guys that are pretty good I think Bailey and Awazirike, I think we've talked about Are really, really good, but this guy's a, it's a different Level of good um, So the big thing With that is and Iowa State, uh, Iowa's, again, where their strength Is always, it's offensive and Defensive line, and they always have at least Solid linebackers I don't know what they have coming back for tight end, but they lost Two first round tight ends, they're probably going to take a step back But they're always strong in that position as well everywhere else i don't know really what they've got of quality right i mean quarterback is quarterback is good but he's also good in this he's only good um he's not a guy that you're gonna take notice of in my mind and be like damn look at how much he took over that game you look at him and you go damn look at how much physical talent he has it's a difference you know like when you watch like the the example that comes to mind is like you watch Josh Allen throw a football and you're like holy hell he can throw a ball looks but, good in shorts and then but then you watch and just even just the way that he throws the ball yeah, but then you yeah. watch like Russell Wilson and you're like he just doesn't miss. That's and I would rather have a he doesn't miss than a, oh my god he can throw a football. So Stanley's potential is and his talent is really big, but a lot of times he'll miss on the execution of that talent, especially when again we talk about Purdy wanting to be not frazzled. Um, when he gets when Stanley gets frazzled, everything is a ground ball. Like he's skipping everything. Um, and with so with the way that they the two teams match up, the biggest the the absolute biggest thing is. Is Iowa State's offensive line going to be able to get movement against Iowa's Iowa's defensive line? Because I think their linebackers are... I would put them in the good bucket. I don't think... You're always going to have at least solid linebacker play at Iowa.
1: They're at minimum above average. Right. I don't think they're bad. I don't
0: think they'd have any... I, don't, I think Mike Rose is probably a better linebacker than anything that Iowa has, but they're always just solid. They always have solid linebackers that eventually probably two of them are going to play in the NFL, just because of the way that they play, the way they develop them, the relationships, the whatever. Um, so is Iowa State's offensive line going to be able to get movement on Iowa's defensive line? And how do you account? Again, AJ Epines is the guy that you have to account for, but there are ways to account for a really good defensive lineman and you got to But but you got a game plan for it. Like you got to be like, okay, we're going to cut him with a tight end on this play. And we're going to block back on him with a guard after the tackle goes down on this play. And we're going to leave him open on a screen play. We're going to read him on his own play. And in like six different plays, he's getting six different looks. He doesn't have any chance to get into some type of rhythm. So you got to account for that dude all the time. Um, And what, what that means is that the other people, if you're thinking about him, the rest of it has to be on autopilot. You can't miss blocks in the front side if you're leaving. You know, if you're back blocking on him with a you know a bend like a tight you're sending uh dylan saner to bend back and uh block epinesa as he comes out the field if that's going to be the block that you're sending most of your attention to the front side of the play has to be perfect meaning if you if he's blocking right to left everybody on the right side has to be has to hit their blocks because epinesa is probably going to slip that at some point so the front side has to be clean um i think the other side of the ball i was offensive lines really big like because Tristan Wirf's like 350. So you have these hu- this huge offensive line. They're always going to be really good, but I think it's relatively evenly matched. And the thing that Iowa does, has done, and will con- try and consistently do to teams, which is where Iowa State has run into problems in the past, is when you don't have depth on the defensive line, they're going to wear you down. Right. It's, it's the body blow. It's that you're going to eventually, by the time, whether it's third quarter, fourth quarter, you have to resist this... Three yards in a cloud of dust, even if it 's a drive that ends in a punt it 's right. eight plays, and they 're going to try and force it down your throat when you only have when, when the difference between your ones and your twos is huge, when your ones eventually get tired, you need to rotate your twos in if the, your twos are then not as good as your ones then that 's when they start to dominate down the field it 's it's the same thing alabama does it 's the same well usually i think they 'll probably be different with two of this year, but it 's it's those power that power team. Is going to be able to cycle through your defensive line. It's to show your depth. It's I. We don't think that you can hang with us up front. Good news for Iowa State is they've got depth now. Right. They've got two and a half lines of defense that they can hockey substitute, and they can send three brand new guys. You have a six-play drive. And it's you know second and seven. Okay, we're going to hockey switch. All three of you guys go out, three of you guys go in, and hey, look, Mike Rose looks like he's tired. Hummel, hop in there. Like, you've got the capacity to switch in fresh bodies and not lose productivity, which is enormous in sustaining
1: success through four quarters against a team like Iowa. And realistically, I think that they showed even last year, I mean, the defense was not the problem in that game. No. I mean it, it The was, offensive
0: line was abysmal last year. The,
1: the offensive line was abysmal, and some poor special teams put Iowa in some very advantageous situations where mm-hmm. they didn't have to go very far in order Correct. to even kick a field call. Correct. And that's where I feel like Iowa state, this is the first time I legitimately could say, I strongly believe Iowa state's defense will win the battle versus their offense. I think that Iowa state's defense is so better too. than Iowa's offense.
0: And so we talked about I mean, for the past, what five minutes, we were talking about where Iowa has the advantage over Iowa state, right? where Iowa State has the advantage over Iowa is in every other skill position. Like if you, Iowa's defense last year, again, their strength was their front seven, but Amani Hooker was a really good safety. Their corners were guys. I mean, Riley Moss is an Ankeny kid. He's a nice kid. I he's was,
1: a walk-on true freshman. Too. Yeah, yeah.
0: but he's a nice kid. He's, but yeah. he's still, again, he's young and he's green. So like right. he got a couple picks, but he got burned a lot. So that secondary isn't all that good when you compare them objectively to the rest of college football. So if you can manage and mitigate the disasters in the front seven or even get them to a situation where if you can res- turn the tides and, you know, we we're talking about like a quick strike, not, just a comfortable, not frenetic pace of the offense, those tight ends and those, your interior receivers, you know, your Deshante, your Tariq that are going to end up probably catching a lot of balls in the middle, if, the, if it's catch, pop, pop, throw, catch, pop, pop, throw. Good luck, Epinesa. You're fast. You're good, but you can't get there. Mm -hmm. By the time you react to the ball, engage with the tackle, and get to the quarterback, the ball's gone. Well, if they can consistently move down the field, it doesn't really matter what the rest of it's doing, and that puts all the pressure on the, front, or on, the on the secondary right. to get the ball to Deshante Jones and make the secondary tackle or get it to Chase Allen and make a safety hit Chase Allen and then hit Chase Allen and then hit Chase Allen, and eventually he's going to stop wanting to hit Chase Allen. So if you can do the same thing and be – uh, consistently in their secondary, that's when you start to get your advantage. Because again, I think Iowa State's skill positions are better than Iowa's skill positions, and I, I would include that on both sides of the ball. Again, Stanley's a good quarterback. Who's he throwing to?
1: Right. Right. No. I, yeah, I agree with her.
0: Again, you lost your two, two best, best offensive threats. Yeah. Two best offensive threats. And again, those dudes were studs. Fant and Hawkinson were studs. But now. Again, you've got a couple good receivers, but you don't have any game breakers. You don't have a Noah Fant. You don't have a TJ Hawkins. You don't have a Keen Butler. You don't have a guy like that that's going to go out there and make a play. I think, you don't even have a Nick Easley. No. So I think you have, and I think Iowa State's secondary with Eisworth and again, Anthony Johnson is going to have a, a chance to be really physical with their guys. I think they, Iowa State's secondary has a chance to do that. So again, mitigate the disaster and hold a stalemate in... And if you can hold a stalemate with Iowa, their front sevens on both sides. If you can hold a stalemate, that's a win, and then get it to the rest of their players. And I think that Iowa State can have it has the chance to be very successful in that game if they can do that. But if they start getting behind the chains where they lose, if they, again like last year, they lost the battle up front on offense. On de- again yeah. on defense with Lima and Wazirike and Bailey, those guys held their own against Iowa's offensive line. It's just the other side didn't. And so if they can hold serve on both sides the front seven i think they win the game if they don't and i was again offensive line starts it.
1: It. Here. to do
0: it here. i think this is going to be one where it starts out just headbutting each other for a quarter it's zero zero after the first quarter and then iowa state starts to pull up say like 14 to three Iowa closes it to be like 14-13. Iowa State kicks a field goal like 17. Iowa kicks a field goal 16. And then s- Iowa State scores. So like 24-16. But in one of those stupid, uncomfortably close games that is super fun to watch but extremely stressful.
1: Give me Iowa State 26-21. to Five-point victory.
0: Both teams are really good. This is, I think of all the games that I look at, this one in Texas are the biggest coin flips to me that just because of the way that they play and so early in the season this is a it, it is a 50-50 coin flip for me but again give me Iowa State 24-16 in a super duper uncomfortably close game
1: a classic yeah at Jack Trice Stadium physical
0: as hell
1: physical as hell it's, this is a Jay Jordan game
0: it's, it's definitely a Jay Jordan game Jay
1: Jordan will be full eggplant emoji a lot of- you missed out in the slack when he was he asked us what eggplant, eggplant emoji was <laughs> He, oh, he said that he tweeted it out, and he's like, I tweeted about eggplant emoji. I think I used it correctly, but I don't honestly really know what it means.
0: It means boner.
1: Okay, we're using that word again. Uh, all right. So, Cyclones, both of us have the Cyclones starting 2-0. Oh. I'm going to guess you don't have them slipping up against the Monroe Warhawks. It's too bad intern Brandon isn't here today. Shout out to intern Brandon starting his cross-country season today. Hey, good luck, man. for uh, For Grandview. But... And he, he's he been tooting the UL Monroe horn heartily. This, yeah, this isn't going to be close. I don't think this will be a very close That's game. Not, no, not going to be close. Yeah, I think you and could I will it, be, be, be closer than Devils Advocate. Could it be a trap game no. between Iowa and Baylor? No. Both big games. Nope. 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 Trap games happen when you have most of
0: your reliance upon skill position guys, in my opinion.
1: Okay. Because... I'm not saying that that's what I thought it would be. I was just saying I was just trying to play devil's advocate. No, um, I, you know, could they trap
0: game and only win it by seventeen? Maybe, <laughs> but it, when you have, when, again, you're wonder what the line opened at. When your the strength of your team is up front, that is a much easier thing to sustain right. than it is if your strength is your like if the only thing you rely on is your quarterback and your quarterback is again in a little bit of a malaise. Well, all of a sudden, that guy, the linchpin of your offense is not really successful. Well, ooh, shoot, now we're in trouble. But that's not this team. The the success of it is not predicated on one person. So I I would I would say very much in the clear on that one.
1: All right, I got the same thing. Cyclones moving to 3 and 0 win over uh all Monroe. September 28th. This is a big one. Big 12 opener on the road in Waco, Texas. I honestly don't know that. Two of the Big 12's best quarterbacks? I don't know much going about Going head-to-head? Bayer. Charlie I, Brewer? I, I mean, Charlie, Charlie Brewer, Brewer. He's, a, he's really athletic.
0: Yeah. He's really athletic. He can throw on the run. He throws in the pocket really well. He's like Will Greer a little bit in the sense that he is um, like a solid quarterback that can, you always kind of have to just watch where he is on the field scrambling-wise. He just ends up in good positions.
1: Um, I'm also pretty sure he's the only quarterback I've ever seen get ejected from a game can't think of another one. Yeah. Can you think of a time when a quarterback's no. been injected besides that? No, I can't either. Well, that was also a me- – that's going to be hot. Oh, yeah. No, that game will be year. intense. That it will be will an be intense game. Hot. Again, well, also Baylor's not known for their discipline. Well, I don't think Baylor fans like Iowa State fans about as much as Iowa State fans don't like Baylor fans at no. this point. Sorry. I'm sorry, not sorry on this one. This is like a fun little rivalry that's, bl- that's brewing. Two of the old little brothers like now – Getting mad at each other as they rise up the Big Twelve ranks. Except one one little brother went to prison twice. Right, and the other one is like a is like a Fortune five hundred executive, like working his way up the ladder. Yeah, he's
0: trying to he's he's a, or he's is an engineer that's really good with people. That's yeah, slowly working his way
1: up the ladder. Yeah, and the other Once, one is like well, hoping eventually to be like the CEO of the corporation. And one of them, again, went to prison twice. Went to prison for very disgusting things mm-hmm. i was gonna say like uh, money laundering or something but no nope. they did something much more disgusting than that yeah. way worse yeah. than that
0: yeah not they're they're not and you know most people i would assume at baylor are nice there's good people on both sides but i just it's that, i just don't have a lot of room in my heart for that you know for like hey maybe some good people and for that whatever. reason
1: cyclones 55 bears six Oh, the problem The problem with Baylor is I am going to pick Iowa State to win though. I'm not I'm not 55 to six, but
0: the problem with Iowa State and Baylor is that because there is so much contention there, um, the, the, it's sort of like Iowa Iowa State where it becomes really em- emotionally invested makes you one, play harder, which two can make you make mistakes more. And so critical mistakes on each side can really flip the outcome of the game. So you can't really be comfortable in a situation like that and also yeah Charlie Brewer is a guy who is a very X-factory quarterback where you just you may be down or you may be up and you just you can't rule out the fact that he's going to put together a 13 play drive that involves him scrambling out you know somebody misses a tackle He boots out to the right hucks one down to a tight end who you know is falling down and catches the pass for 17 yards on third and 14 like he's the guy that can do that um i would still feel comfortable saying iowa state will win because defense run ball will travel and have defense will travel so they will they should be able to take it on the road um there are four games in my mind and on the schedule that are their most likely to lose um in no particular order Iowa Baylor Oklahoma Texas um and I think those this again Baylor is one of those games that I don't feel like if there is a a potential for a loss here or there this is one of those games as much as you'd hate to admit it just because again we we joke about Baylor but like as much as you'd hate to admit this is a a, Charlie Brewer can win win you or lose you any game so you're gonna pick them to lose? I'm, no, I'm gonna take Iowa State to win, um,
1: but it. You don't feel great. You don't feel I don't great. Feel, about I it. don't
0: feel really confident about the pick. So no, I'm, yeah, gonna, that's fine. I'm gonna say like somewhere mid to upper 20s, so like 28 to something in like the low, tw- like 28-20 or 28-21, something like that.
1: Okay, that's fair. But so, again,
0: this is one of those ones that is that has the potential to be dicey.
1: All right, Cyclones move to 4-0. Oh. We'll pick these next two, and then we'll take our second break. Back, back at home uh, Somebody that attends The Cyclone Final Kickoff party Will be attending The game for free October 5th Against TCU At Jack Trice Stadium This TCU There is zero reason For me to feel like this TCU's gonna be
0: A lot better this year Yeah They're a lot better this year Do they have any Better talent Nope They lost a the first round Defensive end Are they gonna Again Do they have a quarterback This year I don't know But tell me Back to back seasons six
1: quarterbacks They don't know Which one's gonna play though Tell
0: me back to back seasons When Gary Patterson's been bad Right
1: can't can't you name can't. a time.
0: Yeah, so they're always going to rebound, and he's going to. Where does Gary Patterson always rebound? Defense, always. Um, Their defense
1: was still awesome last year, though, especially with the basically crap positions they were put in by the offense. Basically, if the offense just doesn't suck, like they'll be, they'll be better. Yeah.
0: So, but there, I think TCU is going to be a team that's very much in the upper half of the Big Twelve. I do think Iowa State um, will because it's early in the season this is going to be more of a comfortable situation to be in i wouldn't want to be a team that plays tcu in week 11 right because they will have again gary patterson's a terrific coach he's going to get them rectified by the time week 11 rolls around and then they might be dicey i think again i think tcu finishes the top half of the big 12 but i'm going to take iowa state in a, a decently comfortable game I agree with that. Like a 30 17.
1: Max Duggan makes his first career start in Ames, Iowa. I'm calling it right now. Mm. Council blessed native. Mm-hmm. Good Cycle- luck, son. Cyclone's moved to 5 and 0. Yeah, good luck, son, against the, the Cyclone defense. All right, Cyclone's moved to 5 and 0. Going on the road to the land of burning couches in Morgantown, West Virginia. They're not going to be very good this year. Jeff, are we about to both pick Iowa State to be 6-0 and going into our break? The, are those th- – some of them are probably homer picks, and I feel but like – But are they? like It's not like we can't justify again, them at the, some the, level.
0: The two that have the potential, in my mind the most, are Iowa and Baylor. But I think they're
1: both justifiable. They're justifiable. It's you not like you're saying – like it's not like I'm saying that I'm, I'm picking Iowa State to beat Texas by 30 you know that's true and again have have defense will
0: travel right a defense a really good defense is going to keep you in any game again uh, use, using the reference just because it's easier to point at there's zero business why iowa most seasons has any chance in any game their offense a lot of times is hot garbage but usually their defensive line is good their linebackers are solid and their secondary just doesn't screw up okay well put that together What is it? that i mean your Iowa State's defense now really good defensive line right good linebackers and a secondary that I would say is above average so okay the, the defense is going to keep them in and around every game so yeah. they're going to have the potential to win every game this season so now again we're not saying that we're going to be perfect and we're going to be like they're going to win all six games but they're going to be in a position where they will have their own destiny in their hands because turnovers are going to be huge in games specifically again iowa and baylor and honestly tcu might be one of those things too where it's a team that is going to be trying to find their confidence and they're going to be doing i would assume i don't know what their schedule is but i would assume they're going to be at least three and one by the time they get there that they're going to be trying to find their confidence going to be trying to find who they are and if you give that team um you know this is a really gross metaphor but like You're trying to just hold someone's head underwater. As soon as you give them a chance to breathe, then they have a chance to get their strength back and come back up. Where if you're a team that you know that you have them beat, do not give them a chance to breathe. And that's where a a game like TCU or a game like Baylor, turnovers would be huge. A big special teams play would be huge. A big missed tackle would be huge. So these all are situations that they're going to be, again, flip both ways. But I think, again, 6-0 is not – it's not a guarantee, but if you were to look at strict probabilities in each isolation of games, Iowa State should probably have a would likely have a probability to win each one of these games. Yeah. I don't know again what the odds are. Maybe they're a slight underdog to Iowa. Maybe they're a slight like a two and a half point favorite to
1: Baylor. They opened as a favorite as a favorite over Iowa. Okay. So four like, and a half points. Again, that's why I picked five us. But just really close. Yeah. Like yeah. they're. They have, they will have
0: the chance to win so long as they don't screw it up themselves. Right. Um, they're probably favored in all the first six games, one would think. For sure, Iowa, For sure, you and I, if they are favored against Iowa, I would think the rest, if you look down the list, they're going to be favored again. So they're going to be for sure favored against ULM. Probably favored against Baylor because Baylor's home field's not worth much. Right. And then... TCU will be favored at home, and then and, West and Virginia, on the road at West Virginia. That one's already favored. out too.
1: Yeah, they so seven point favorites, and they're going
0: to be favored in all six of those games. I don't again. I don't think it's a stretch to say that. So let's again not say that they're going to be running away with these, and don't be surprised if they come in five and one or four and two. Like that's not the end of the world. Right. Specifically,
1: they were, they were one and three last year.
0: Right. So they're they're going to be fine. But again,
1: isn't it? that's right?
0: Are yeah, we going th- are we going to say are we rooting at saying they're going to be six and zero? Oh? I I think in isolation, if we pick each one of those games, I would say yes.
1: Wow. When's the last time Iowa State started 6 0? Never? Or was it. I don't know. Because it. Has it ever happened? Not that. People on Facebook Live, if you know the last time Iowa State starts 6 0, let us know. I don't think it's ever happened. All right. We're taking a quick break. We'll be right back. Football and random things on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. We'll uh, knock out these last six games and. Yeah knock out these last six games. I'm excited, Jeff. I'm excited a, that's to see how-
0: It's a pro transition right there.
1: What, I, no, my, I was trying to delay because the computer kind of like froze up and oh. I was trying to, all right, we'll be right back. Right now at Flooring America, save store wide on beautiful, long lasting floors like high-performance Resista carpet and waterproof luxury vinyl. Plus buy with 30 months interest-free financing now at Flooring America
2: hey cyclone fans it's chris williams you've heard our friends from the iowa pork producers they've been coming on here for the last couple of years i've been telling you guys about them i've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years and i've learned so much one thing specifically i didn't really know this before i guess i probably should have but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns That helps farmers care for the pigs. They protect the pigs from extreme temperatures, predators, you know, all that stuff. It is so high-tech, some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and, don't forget about this, so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williams saying thank you to our state's great pork producers.
1: All right, time for the final six games of Iowa State's football season. Both of us have the Cyclones 6-0 coming off of a massive win on the road in Morgantown. Brock Purdy throws for eight touchdowns. Cyclones are 6-0 in the top 10 in the country. Yeah, none of
0: the if if condition one happens of Iowa State being six and oh with the schedule that they would would have played,
1: they're at least in the top twelve. Brock Purdy is firmly suppl- or firmly placed himself in the thick of the Heisman race. No, he hasn't one one spot on the ESPN Heisman watch below Tua Tagovailoa and Trevor Lawrence.
0: Okay, now you're getting crazy.
1: It's one, two, and three. Now you're getting crazy,
0: but they would be. I also think that just because it's Iowa State and a I don't believe you situation, they could be 6-0 and and be ranked 17th, and another team could be 4-2 and and ranked 12th.
1: They might be higher than 17th in the AP poll that comes out in 12 minutes. But you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: Like, just because it's Iowa State and it's an I don't believe you yeah. situation, it's sort of like when last year with Wazoo, you know, Mike Leach had him, how many, what, they had two losses on the whole se- whole year, three losses or whatever it was, yeah. and like... They're they 12th. Yeah, they're never higher than 12th. Yeah. And they won the Pac-12. So. I'd
1: no, they didn't. didn't? Oh. Washington won the Pac-12. You're right.
0: but Lost they, in, the Apple, in the Apple Cup. But they were always consistently at the top. They never really right. ranked that high just because it's an I don't believe you situation.
1: All right, and 6-0 going on the road. Cyclones are the hot story in all of college football. Going on the road on October 19th to Lubbock, Texas to take on new head coach Matt Wells. I. Uh, and Alan Bowman.
0: I don't really think Texas Tech stands that good of a chance.
1: Yeah, no, I, I see State. this as an Iowa State win again. Yeah, I don't, it, this this is one of the more, I would think, comfortable
0: games that Iowa State can play.
1: Yeah, because I feel like they, they just won't have the personnel to do anything too drastically different than what they've already been doing. Right, and Wells and, isn't going to be able to coach it as well as Cliff did. And then... What Texas Tech does, I think, kind of plays into the hands of Iowa State to an extent. Getting rid of the ball quickly
0: means that you have... So it mitigates the defensive line a little bit, which is nice. But them getting rid of the ball quickly puts a lot of strain on your secondary and your linebackers to tackle. And outside of a couple games last year, that was Iowa State's strength. It's just open field, open space, getting someone to the ground. And making still a young quarterback, making him earn every single inch that he gets right. where you don't get a, that cheap because th- that's what Texas Tech will rely on a lot is they're going to throw you know they're going to read the defense and every defense has a weakness they're going to find the weakness that's you know outside the linebacker hit the slot receiver outside the linebacker linebacker overruns it receiver runs for another seven yards and gets tackled by the safety okay well that missed tackle caused them seven yards if you tackle it right there it's three so they rely on a lot of mistakes in the back seven or back eight in Iowa State's case but Iowa State doesn't – they have quality They just don't make players. that many mistakes back there. Generally speaking, there. Yeah. they don't make a lot of mistakes back there. Right. I would say this is – of, the, of the, the, the teams in Texas, this is the one that I feel the most comfortable with. Because, again, Baylor, TCU, UT, I don't feel very there, – there's a lot of uneasiness for whatever reason against those teams. Right. Texas Tech is the one that I feel the most comfortable with.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Cyclones is 7-0. and Yeah. And Iowa State fans losing their minds. Yeah, at this point, every the hype train is at full throttle. Coming and back home for a homecoming date with Oklahoma State on October 26th. And
0: this is where it starts to get hairy. And is Oklahoma State going to be
1: super, super good? Probably not. Are they going to be bad? Absolutely not. And I, I don't want... Like, I, I can see this being the end of the undefeated season. Mm-hmm. But I also think that I just have a hard time picking them to lose at home now. I mean, they, just, they aren't losing at home very often anymore. I, I would
0: think that they're
1: – so last year,
0: Iowa State scored a ton of points because Oklahoma State – Admittedly, underestimated and did not understand what they had right. when they're playing against Brock Purdy. They do now, and also Hakeem Butler went off in not necessarily went off, but like a lot of the the big down and distance situations that they needed to get, Hakeem Butler was the guy that he went to. Yeah. Hopefully by this time again it's gonna be week eight game seven uh, or excuse me week nine game eight. Yeah. They're going to have uh, figured out where their go tos are, but um, Oklahoma State their offense is so prolific in the sense that they can score quickly. Right. And they should have a better quarterback this year. Again, regardless of who's on the field, just the way that that their offense plays, they can score so fast that you can be like, hey, it's a three-point game. We're going back and forth. All of a sudden, two-play drive, two-play drive. You're down by 17. Like, what the hell just happened? And so they have the capacity to do that, that nothing's ever safe. And... If you look at what was the last, so they they won in um, Stillwater, but how many years did they go without beating Oklahoma State before that? Four.
1: It had been since two thousand eleven, hadn't it? So yeah, so it's then seven, and yeah. so it's a it's a matchup that Iowa State doesn't like. But if you think about it, they should have won that twenty seventeen game. They oh, did they did win that game. The one that was a catch that was yes, or the what yeah anyway the disputed that was in dispute. The catch, no catch. They were winning after the third quarter in twenty sixteen that was and then but they still again, completely that, uh, imploded one of coach pope's
0: favorite phrases if if's and but if if if's and butts were candy and nuts what a merry merry christmas it would be
1: what year was it that ej bibbs went down there and went nuts and they'd, uh, oh, that they that was another one of the one-handed. that was another one of the apology letter games mm-hmm. uh, man they Oklahoma state's been on like the have been a part of a lot of those games, but but again, that's just because it's a
0: bad matchup. Yeah, that and, and they're a bad matchup for everybody just because of how quickly they score and their defense. Their defense, I think, if I, if they're running it the same way that they have in years past, I don't know if the coordinators are the same or different, um, but it's probably with the same philosophy with Gundy. They are the biggest roll-the-dice defense in the Big 12, where they're going to bring the most pressure from all over the place. Now Todd Orlando at Texas is the most aggressive. Don't get me wrong. That dude will bring pressure on pressure on pressure. But it's way more calculated pressure. It's, you can consistently count on where they're going to be coming from. Right. And they just have better athletes. Where Oklahoma State, it's like they're going to bring two safeties, a corner, and drop a defensive end in a zone coverage. You're like, what the hell kind of defense are you running? And that can sometimes get them these big plays, TFLs, but it's also going to sometimes give Tariq Milton a wide-open one-on-one coverage that Brock Purdy just has to put it somewhere near him. Right. So they have this big risk-reward there. I'm going to uncomfortably say just because the hype train is at full effect and Oklahoma State has this uh, this insane speed with which they can play, I think Iowa State stumbles at home to Oklahoma or to Oklahoma State just because of all the things we talked about before. And at some point they're oh, going no, to at some point they're going to have a game where that's a dud yeah at some point you have to go against the probabilities at some point
1: what do i want to do what do i want to do jeff
0: well last i mean last year tcu yeah that granted it's a different quarterback different whatever but like that there is if you look at that objectively from any angle iowa state should have and should beat tcu in that game right but they absolutely laid an egg this is my guess is that they lay their egg against oklahoma state
1: I'm picking them to win. I'm going on. I'm, go I'm rolling with it. Because I want to set up the big showdown the next weekend. Well, then they got the buy. So 8-0. I, clearly, I don't have a justification for a lot of these things. <laughs> I, just, I listen to you give your analysis and then I just make decisions. I'm a decisions guy. I gut. go with my gut. It's a gut. I go with my gut. Not your brain. And I just don't see the and Cyclones losing on homecoming. Your gut and your heart. Losing on homecoming when they're trying to be 8-0. Going into their second bye week on November second, win the bye week again. Basically, they're eleven and zero right now with two bye week wins. Mm. Into Norman, Oklahoma on November 9th in what will would probably be one of probably be the biggest game in college football. If Iowa State's eight and zero, and Oklahoma's is, Oklahoma is Oklahoma. Yeah, um, they don't win that one. I don't think so. Nope. not taking them in that one.
0: Jalen Hurt is gonna be a problem this year because. Uh, the way Lincoln Riley coaches quarterbacks and I think we've talked about this and the the phrase that he's a square peg square hole guy Um, he's not Jalen Hurts not going to it's not going to be the same offense Oklahoma's not going to run the same offense they have the past two years or three years or four years however long Baker was there which is get back let the quarterback make a quick decision throw in the pocket leave a lot of decisions on the table for him to make because he can he has those two pro style brains with kyler and baker that they can sift through a whole lot of information deliver an accurate ball right on time accuracy is not his strong suit but what he has over baker and kyler is well not over kyler specifically but his ability to run changes everything and he runs like sam ellinger like Arsenal, 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 like Colin Klein. It's big physical. It's your secondary, your safeties, your linebackers. When they run a zone read, it's you have two running backs and one of them just plays quarterback. That's the type of offense they're going to be able to run. Um, and Norman is historically, I mean, again, despite the the win that Iowa State did have down there, Norman is historically one of the hardest places in college football. Yeah, no, not just for Iowa State in college football to win at.
1: They didn't win there for. 25 years or, or whatever it was to 2016
0: or 2017, 2017.
1: Ni- there's yeah. no way that they're winning there two years in a row or two times in a row it,
0: it's it is a very That's difficult a, matchup
1: i would say the probability of that is incredibly
0: low yeah and and again oklahoma i think their defense i take i don't know what they're going to do with their defense though it's got to get better well yeah it's the oklahoma's defense has got to get better um so Iowa State will have – this is not – I it, see them hanging around. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And especially, again, have defense will travel. So, like, you have – they're going to be in the game. It's just closing the door on Oklahoma in Norman.
1: This could be like Jalen Hurts' like Heisman type moment. It could be, yeah. yeah. Where, you, where he's – where he's sh- like, I'm the best player in the Big 12, best quarterback in the Big yeah, 12, I, that I, kind I of thing. Give me the ball. I, I'm going to go make something
0: happen. Yeah. Um, and this is by that time, it's going to be, again, what, week 10? Yeah. Game – Well, that would be – Week 11, game 10. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. But it's going to be nine. way down the road. They would have had chances. Lincoln Riley will have, will have chances to work through the bumps right. as to what his offense is going to end up turning into. Right. It's just that what is going to keep Iowa State in the game is, and again, we talked about this. This is in the other side of the coin where, you know, Iowa, Baylor, Oklahoma State, whatever. They, these, they're not necessarily coin toss games, but they're just they're really close because their defense will keep them in games. Their offense has to then separate them. Right. But their defense will still keep them in this game. I don't think Oklahoma is going to blow any like, – I don't think Oklahoma is going to blow Iowa State out. CeeDee Lamb is a really tough matchup. But Anthony Johnson would, again, have had nine games by this point – eight games by this point to get himself, again, accustomed to handling people. Um, this – I would say this is Iowa State – or Oklahoma by eight. Yeah. Yep. In – solid. In a game where Iowa State is hanging around – Maybe it's a 14-point deficit and they close it to like three and then Oklahoma spreads it out and then they close it down a little bit and they close it out and then maybe they have a last-ditch mm-hmm. sort of efforting to maybe get it to overtime. It just ends up falling short. They're going to be in the game. It's not going to be an ass-whooping like it a lot of times has been like when I went down there, but um, breaking, I, I, I don't know if it's really going to... Breaking news,
1: sounder. <laughs> it's my mouth. That's, the, that's all I got. That's the high point right there. We need a soundboard. I've been pushing for that for for us to be able to have a high point uh for the first time since 1978 the iowa state cyclones have been included in the ap preseason poll at number 21 Mm. that's nice that is very nice that's nice that's expectation that is expectation i'm going to see i'm going to see if i was in there i was at 20 game day's coming to Ames then they have to, right? I guess we're going to see. I mean,
0: in week three, obviously you can look at the slate, but like if, in week three, what other top 25 matchup is there going to be unless Iowa just for whatever reason?
1: Apparently the AP voters don't love the troops, the egregious misstep of leaving Army out of the top 25 after, one of, after their best season since like the 50s last year. Todd, Monken. Watch out for the Black Knights, man. Todd Monken. They're going to win a lot of football games this year. They will. They might beat Michigan. Really? It wouldn't surprise me. Well, they could beat anybody. That's what I'm saying. They almost beat OU. last. Was it last year? I think that was two years ago when it was on – they had to, like, stream it. It was, like, on some weird TV channel. And it was – Oklahoma had six drives the entire game. Yeah. Maybe that was last year. That was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, they had six
0: drives the entire game.
1: And Kyler was, like, 10 for 12 passing with four touchdowns. Yeah. And he – it's like – And had six
0: drives, and all of them ended in points. Yeah. It's just –
1: and army you just like had army had like 50 minutes of time of possession mm. or something like that yeah all right so we both have so you have him at what now you've got them at 7 and 2 yep and i have them at 8 and 1 mm-hmm. uh back home against texas
0: i think they win this game
1: yeah i think so man i because this is what no, I got, I, i'm the, taking them to lose i'm taking the them to date? lose it's uh, november 16th this will be
0: the f- but the second time in the history of Iowa State Texas I think this is the first time ever because they've, the, come, north they've in come north in November yeah this is it's a real thing Th- again by the end middle of the second quarter they're going to probably be accustomed to it but uh, Iowa State versus teams from Texas in November is probably a significantly better record over the course of time again I have no empirical evidence to prove this yet but um, over the course of time that's going to be a, a thing where texas the last time they came up here and it was cold was the shutout game when granted it was i think mac brown's last season but it was the shutout game no that's that charlie strong oh it was charlie strong oh sorry yeah. charlie strong but like it was it was the shutout game It was the last yeah, time it was yeah. cold in Ames that they came up for
1: when paul rhodes came in and said Iowa state shouldn't beat texas and then they or after they already had after they already had and then two weeks later he got fired yeah um but anyway, so, like, it's, it
0: is later in the season. Yeah. They would be in a position of fighting for that chance to play in the Big 12 championship game. Right. Because I think the teams that are going to be up there are going to be, again, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Texas, Baylor, probably. TCU. And then TCU. I think those are going to be your teams that you're, you're fighting for that Big 12 championship spot. And this is going to be a really important game at home, probably a night game. By that time, if it's that important, it's going to be a night game, so it's going to be even colder. Um, That crowd is going to be absolutely bananas. Mm -hmm. And they're going to know what to – Purdy is going to know what to expect because last year – um, they threw him for an absolute loop and again they didn't have Montgomery for a half because he just got done punching somebody but they threw him for an absolute because they just brought pressure and pressure and pressure and pressure and pressure so now they're going to have an idea of how he's going to have an idea of how to handle that um, I think Iowa State wins against Texas at home
1: okay so you've got him to 9-2 or 8-2 8-2 I've got um. I've got a minimum two two. Yeah. I, I can't pick him to win. I just, I think I I've, I've took too many of the... The coin flips? coin flips to, to come in and... Because, I mean, at, at that point, I'm going to have him 11-1. and one And I don't know. <laughs> I just... I don't think I could do that in good faith. Uh, at home against Kansas. Any chance? No.
0: Nope. No. That's... Maybe Les Miles has them better this year than they have been. I have find that hard to believe. I do as well. Just the talent's not there. Yeah. Are they, they probably have open scholarships, don't they? Oh, yeah. They got a bunch of them. Like, if you want to play college football, go down to Kansas, you just get yourself a scholarship. Oh, they get a
1: commit, like, every day. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can play. Right. Right away. Everybody, that, everybody they recruit knows that they're going to be able to play. Uh, yeah, all right. That's, so, that's, that's – We each have them at 9-2. Yeah. Cap the season. On the road in Manhattan, the house of horrors, but the vampires, the vampires lair, but the vampire has been slayed, has slain, been slain. This is of all the teams in the big 12.
0: This is the one I have the least idea what they're going to do. Yeah. Kansas state, because Kleiman plays that same slow as hell. And I say this in the most complimentary way possible. Boring as shit. They don't do anything that's flashy. They don't do anything that's crazy. But how many rings does the dude have? Six? Yeah. There's – if that can translate and he can get his guys at Kansas State to buy into the same thing, they're going to be really hard to beat at home on senior night. Right. They just are. Because of the way that they play, they're going to keep themselves in games where if you flinch and you make you know, fumble one time, they return it and you're down 10 – good luck coming up there's time wise it's gonna be really hard to come back against that right but also we saw when the last time Bill Snyder wasn't the coach it took a huge step back so is it Bill Snyder or can climb and come in and run this run a successful scheme do they have the players to run what he wants I have no idea what to expect with Kansas State but I will say because of Again, this is totally not mathematically true. If you flip a coin ten times, it could come up on heads ten times. The next flip does not is not predicated on the last flip. So this game is not predicated on the past seasons. But Iowa State last year won in again miraculous fashion. But they won last year, and they hadn't won for how many years before then? Like nine. Mm-hmm. That rivalry is too even in my brain to again. This is against math. So it's that rivalry is too even. To not have it switch back and have these ridiculous, fortuitous bounces that Kansas State got to not go towards Iowa State, yeah. so I think this is some absurd fluke play where like it bounce off three Kansas State players' helmets, and then um, you know Speedy catches one and returns it back for a touchdown. or some ridiculous crap that happens. I think Iowa State wins it, and they get themselves to play in the big 12 championship game
1: but it's going to be a bonkers game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really close, close game. Ohio State wins. You say they do go to the Big 12 championship game? I think they do go to the Big 12 10 and championship two? game. At 10-2? I think they do. Clinch the first 10-win season in program history in the program's first berth in the Big 12 championship game, and Assumably, they, assumingly against Oklahoma. Yeah, and they lose against Oklahoma again. Lose against Oklahoma again? Yeah. Does Oklahoma go to the college football playoff? Yes. Do you know what that means? What? That would probably mean that Iowa State would go to the Sugar Bowl. New Year's Six, somewhere. Iowa State would probably go to the Sugar Bowl. I would go. Yeah. I would be there. If Iowa State was playing in the Sugar Bowl, yes. I would be there. I would hope you would be there. (laughs) I am pretty sure half of the population (laughs) of the state of Iowa would be in New Orleans on New Year's Day. If that
0: would happen, that place will be bled dry. As wet as that city is, it would be bled dry. That's what I'm saying. all the Cyclones that are down there.
1: New Year's in New Orleans... For people from Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nuts. Get, playing against whoever lost to Alabama in the SEC championship game, probably Georgia. Unless
0: it's or the someone other way around. else. Yeah, unless Georgia beats Alabama, which is probably unlikely. No, actually, Georgia's gonna be good. I think. I, don't, I still don't have a ton of confidence in Tua, as to be like a super high-level quarterback.
1: Jeff, what did we just do? Expectations. We just, we should put Iowa State in the Sugar Bowl.
0: But, and so, okay, so like this is going to be one of those like uh, fan board trash talks from the other teams of like, oh, these two homers from Iowa State picked them to go to the Sugar We're Like, okay, yes. Is it probably homer picks? Yes. But again, if you look at each one of these in isolation, each game number one, isolation versus game number two, isolation, game number three, we talked about it. Their first six weeks, which is probably the... The, I don't know, they're pretty balanced, the front half, back half. It's a pretty balanced front half of the schedule where Iowa and Baylor are their tougher games. TCU at home is not going to be easy. Right. They're going to be favored in every single one of those games. And so the favorite, if, again, the, if Vegas has something to say about it, what's the the over-under on wins, 9.5, 8.5? Uh, eight. For Iowa State? Yeah. So if they have this, that, if they're favored in the first six, then the last ones you need to win four out of your six and so you just have to pluck off let's call four of like four tough games would be at Kansas State Texas Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are your four what I would consider tough games in that back half you have to win two of them and then you have to beat Texas Tech and Kansas other than that so you're it's not unreasonable to think that this is a thing now Again, could they also finish at eight and four with? Because what was it uh, when when they went to it was not last year's bowl game with the year, bowl game for that? When they went to Memphis, they had what like four or five losses by a grand total of like 13 points. Mm-hmm. That is also a possibility. So right. you can't ever again. This is this is the the first time that I can say you can. Pre- plausibly say that the Sugar Bowl is a thing that could happen. It, they also could end up at eight and four with heartbreaking losses throughout the season and end up playing in you know Orlando. Like some, it's still those are still the, the equally likely possibilities. It's just they have to be able to win each game in isolation and they can't start smelling their own scent too much, you know what I mean? Where they can't start feeling themselves too much. They have to deal with expectations. And of any coaching staff that Iowa State has ever had, this is the one that I would feel the most comfortable with them dealing with expectations. So is it unreasonable to think that that's possible? No. Is it probably a little rose colored glasses? Probably. But this is the first time where you can say, as you go through them, and again, take taking the cardinal color glasses off and looking at them strictly through Vegas odds or probabilities of just one game at a time, that's not... Super unreasonable. Yeah. That's not, it's not so impossible to think that that's going to happen. All right. We did it. There's only one more fart until we actually
1: play. Can't wait. One more fart. Can't wait. Can't wait. Okay, Bart. Thanks to everybody who's listened to today's episode of Football and Random Things. Thanks to everyone who's tuned in on Facebook Live. We hope you guys enjoyed this. The set will continue to improve here. We have two jerseys that currently are in the process of being framed. Hmm. One is not mine. Neither one of them is yours, actually. Nope. Not mine. We don't, wanna, we don't want fine, your jersey. Don't no, we want, we want one thing, Jeff. You know what I want. I want them right here. The cleats from the 2011 game. Not I want game, them to it. sit right here. You could just bring them in for every, each podcast. Just set them right there. I have to... They're, they're so securely
0: set where I, they're underneath my letter jacket in my like secure little, my, my safety spot See, where just my got, things are. But
1: yeah, you could just like set them, take them out and put them right here. Just right here. How about
0: we find, we'll come up with a, a condition for how, for them staying out here.
1: Like, Maybe like the week of the Oklahoma State game you bring them in. Or like if Iowa
0: State wins... Every week they, they stay? Every, every week they win. They, it's not necessarily have has to be a streak, but like if they win,
1: the cleats come out. Okay. I like it. I think I can do that. All right. Thanks for coming in, man. My pleasure. Hope to see everybody out there on Saturday. Everybody come see Jeff Woody between two and four on August 24th. At Party doesn't it Time Brewing. Huh? Party doesn't, top it Party
0: doesn't stop Party doesn't stop before, but, it but that's, it when,
1: that's when Jeff Woody has to go to a wedding. Yep. All right. Talk to you guys again soon. Peace. I get
2: out of here.